Hi friends, welcome along. This is the Influence Podcast. If you're looking to inspire more people, have a positive impact on a global scale, build an influential and magnetic brand, and build a profitable business with your unique gifts and talents, then the Influence Podcast is for you. I'm your host, Jake Adam-Davey, former high school French and Spanish teacher, turned international speaker, online business coach, and Instagram growth and monetization enthusiast. You can find tools, resources, and so much more on the website, jakeadamdavey.com. And you can also say hello on Instagram, at jakeadamdavey. Please also, if you're enjoying the podcast, do feel free to leave a review. The more stars, the better, of course. But equally, if you're not enjoying it, you are still invited to leave a review. The one thing I would also ask is, of course, sharing is caring. So if you've listened to something or heard something in the podcast that you think you've enjoyed or would be useful and beneficial to other people, then please do hit that share button and pass it on to somebody that you know. I'd be so very, very grateful and so thankful if you did. Now let's dive in with today's episode on the Influence Podcast. Okay, hello, welcome along. This is episode 109 of the Influence Podcast. And today, well, I'm quite excited about this one. We're going to talk about your hero story. How do you create and craft and develop your hero story, your journey, your personal backstory, and then relate this to your business, your product, your service, your solution, the thing that you now offer and why that is a good fit. And the first thing, just to give a bit of context here, if without any doubt at all, when you've listened to experts in various different industries, almost any industry, they will have a backstory. They have the, this, this journey, or what we call the hero's journey. The hero's story and hero's journey originates from, uh, or certainly has been made more popular by uh, Russell Brunson in his book, Dotcom Secrets. And uh, if you haven't yet got a copy of Dotcom Secrets, I highly recommend doing that. Uh, it was the first book that my mentor ever gave to me, um, and um, I still keep a copy of it with me in my bag um, and carry it around with me most days and refer back to it very, very often. So if you haven't got a copy of that, I highly recommend it. And the hero story itself, this is about your backstory. And yes, it certainly leads more towards the personal brand. You know, if you're putting yourself out there, your face out there, if you're the face of the business, if you're the expert in your niche, in your industry, then the hero's story has, an, uh, hero story has a number of steps about where you were, where you started, what you were looking to achieve, what the, the, out, the end goal was, the kind of stucks and struggles that you overcame, and then the end result and the transformation at the end. Um, and it's not just about, you know, or within that, that story itself, it isn't necessarily just about the, uh, the outcome that you got, you know, getting that job or launching that business or hitting that uh, relationship goal, whatever that might be, but it also becomes about the transformation in you, okay? We see this in Hollywood narrative. If you watch any, any kind of Hollywood film that follows the narrative, then we see that time and time and time again um, with the hero story through the, um, through the film. And so uh, this is very different as well to what we would call your pickup line or your headline or your X, Y, Z statement, which again, many of our clients who work with us will be familiar with. When, when you get started, we talk about creating your uh, headline, your pickup line, what you do and who you do it for. Um, and this is something we've talked about way back in, uh, in previous episodes, creating, you know, 
ultimately zeroing in and getting very, very specific on, on your ideal client, your ideal audience, um, ways to stand out on Instagram. That's back in episodes 43 and 44. So if you want a bit more information about the um, creating your headline, your pickup line, go back and take a listen to episodes 43, 44. But today we're talking about the hero story and the hero journey. And I'm going to relate this a little bit to my own because not that in any way do I see myself as a hero, but the idea being that you are the hero of your own story. You're the hero of your own journey. And increasingly over the past few weeks as I've been speaking to, to uh, clients, um, more, than, more often than not, as you build those personal relationships, people want to know about your backstory. And um, to give a bit of context, previously when we've run events in person, when we've done uh, you know, workshops, two-day, three-day, four-day workshops, then part of that, um, part of those those four days or three days or two days, you give a little back, bit of backstory about yourself. And so that's something that I'm, I've been accustomed to doing previously when we've run events. But when it's a shorter uh, online training, for example, or when you speak to people on the phone, the last thing you want to do is spend hours and hours talking about yourself. To be honest, the last thing I want to do is spend any time really talking about myself. It's much more about helping other people and focusing on other people's businesses. But it does play a key role. And the, the, the great thing is that whilst you're telling your story and whilst you're, you're walking through your journey and your process, people will resonate with different parts of that story depending on where they are in their own journey. Okay, I'll just say that one more time because this is, this is what I think is so magical. And, and again, this was something I picked up from Tony Robbins a while ago, that as you tell your backstory, as you tell your history, you know, the highs, the lows, the, the kind of um, uh, the, the, the challenges about should I, shouldn't I, uh, the, you know, the, the, the successes that you had, the guidance that you had, the mentorship that you had, uh, the massive failures and, uh, and, and even maybe some regrets that you have as well. As you tell that story and tell that journey to, uh, that journey to people, they will resonate with specific parts of that because that's where they see themselves at that time in the story. And I think that's why it becomes so powerful. And so I'll share a little bit about my own because, um, again, people have, have asked this um, more recently, actually. Um, and I always think it's quite interesting to, to share that. And it gives then a clear indication of where we are right now. So when I personally started, um, I started, uh, or my background is as a teacher. Uh, I was a teacher for eight years in uh, high schools across the UK. So I taught in, uh, in schools in Manchester, in Birmingham, and I was a French and Spanish teacher. And that ultimately was the path that I thought I was going to do forever. Both of my parents were teachers growing up. So I would go to school, then I would come home and I would get more work. And summer holidays would come around and everybody else was excited because it was the summer holidays. For me at home, it was an opportunity to do more prep work um, for the upcoming year. And of course, you can imagine around exam times and such, there was extra lessons and extra tuition and all this kind of stuff. Which on one hand, you might think, well, that's great. That's fantastic because you, you, you know, you're getting the grades and all this kind of stuff. But as we now know, or as we increasingly know and see you know, from, the, from all the information that we get on social media and wider reading, that actually for success in business and entrepreneurship, it isn't necessarily the same type of education that we get in schools. But growing up, you know, for me, having parents, uh, both my parents as teachers, five out of my six aunties and uncles were teachers it was very much that was going to be the thing and and in my mind it was going to be okay great 40 years of teaching that's how it's going to be retire at the end and then we have you know a nice comfortable life uh, in retirement which again we know isn't necessarily the case anymore uh, at all 
um, as more and more uncertainty creeps in. And this started for a while when I was teaching in schools in Manchester and then I moved to Birmingham and I knew that something wasn't quite right and I couldn't quite put my finger on what it was. I enjoyed the teaching, but something didn't quite click. And I thought, oh, well, maybe it's the school. So then I changed schools. Maybe it's the city, maybe it's the location. So then I changed location. And maybe it's, you know, maybe it's the role that I'm doing. So I actually um, was promoted and, and um, got another job overseeing teaching and learning across uh, across the, the whole school. And as it turns out, no, it was actually just the, just the job uh, that wasn't quite the right fit. And so having done it for eight years um, uh, at the age 30, when you know a lot of my friends at the time looking around were buying properties, they were getting married, they were having children, which is fairly standard and fairly normal at that time, I decided to leave everything. I left my job, um, left my apartment and moved to Australia. And you know, went out there with no real plan uh, took a little bit of money uh, in the bank, but the idea was to go out there, get a job, do a bit of traveling, and then, you know, well, to be honest, there was no plan. So flew out there and um, found a few different places to stay, and very fortunately uh, managed to get a job with a travel company. So selling um, chores and trips around Australia to travelers, people that were, had gone to Australia to travel, which could not be a more straightforward job, right? That's why. Why do people go to Australia in the first place? They go there to travel because it's a beautiful place. So if you've got people that are going to a, a, a location, they want to travel, they want to experience all these things, then it becomes quite, um, or it felt at the time, quite straightforward to, to offer people all these great resorts and great places and great sites and wonders of the world, which is really, really exciting. Um, had I realized at the time, and again, pulling out lessons from that into to business today, it comes down to giving people what they want, right? Finding an area where you're giving people what they want. I didn't know that. I was just finding a job where I could earn a little bit of money. Um, but it's a great example of, well, this actually was, was a clear example of giving people what they wanted, which was they were going to Australia, they wanted to travel, they wanted to find the best places to go. Um, where, could, you know, where could they go to, to buy their trips and, and get their full package and, and backpack tour sorted? Um, so that was it. And after doing that for a year, uh, I was definitely ready to, to move on and look for something else and you know, pretty much spent all of, all of all my money. So the, the thought was, right, well, back to the UK and back into teaching. And even though I knew in the back of my mind that that's not what I wanted to do, that was ultimately the, the default kind of go-to. And just as, as, as we were leaving, my partner and I at the time, as we were leaving Australia to come back to the UK, we thought, well, let's just do one more trip because we might not come back here again for a long time. You know, if, if, if we do go back into teaching and, and summer holidays and such a long, but would you be going to Australia in our summer, which would be their winter and all this kind of stuff. We, thought, we might not come back to this side of the world for quite a long time. So let's make the most of it. And we looked at various places close to Australia, one of those being uh, Fiji, and thought, yeah, all right, Fiji looks amazing. Let's go there. We'll do a few days there and then fly back to the UK as was the plan, and then go and start looking for a job once more. And as we were looking at the various different places, obviously Fiji is, I say obviously, but Fiji is, is an island. And so, you know, getting um, food, supplies, anything or anything really to an island, it costs a lot of money. So as we were looking at all these resorts and places, you know, the, the cost, certainly for a, a backpacker was just like, wow, how on earth, you know, how on earth could we afford this? Um, and so what we did, Whilst we had seven days in total in Fiji, 
we decided that we had we we really wanted to have a fantastic experience at least one really really nice stay so we had two nights in a you know five star resort which just looked absolutely incredible and then the, the other five nights were in the most budget basic you know 16 bed dormitory sharing with every, you know any everybody and anybody um just to find somewhere to to sleep and of course it was the two nights in this this luxury five star resort that we were most excited about and again looking back now you can start to connect the dots d martini talks about you know connecting the dots as you as you look back and you can see that things are working um you know on the way rather than in the way and looking back at that now again it it becomes an example of going first class you know this this example of you know looking at opportunities where you can go first class where you maybe do pay that little bit extra or you, you do something but it puts you in a different environment with different people and gives you new opportunities and opens up different doors that perhaps wouldn't be there in the normal way um and of course that's exactly what happened we went to this went to this resort uh, in fiji and it was absolutely incredible as you would expect and as luck chance serendipity whatever you want to call it would happen um i bumped into a guy on the beach literally walked into him on the beach um and we started chatting and it turned out that whilst I, uh, my partner and I were spending the last of our money to to be at this resort and have a couple of nights there and then go back to the UK and teach, uh, or most likely teach. Here was this guy that I'd, I'd met and he was being paid to be in Fiji. He was being paid to be there. He was, be, he was being paid to, to, to stay at this resort, this incredible resort, which is like a thing that I'd never seen before. It was absolutely stunning. And he was being paid to speak at an event and teach people how they could move their business online or how they could use social media more effectively for their business. And I'm looking and I'm thinking, well, he's getting paid to be here. He's getting paid to speak and, and teach and getting paid to travel. I was like, I, that is exactly what I want to do. That's incredible. You know, absolutely incredible. And I just said, you have to tell me how to do this. Like, you have to tell me. And that was it. I, you know, I've, I've, it's a little bit shameful, but I just followed him around for the whole the whole day. He was there for, for we, our nights overlap by one night. And, you know, I literally followed him around and said, you've got to tell me how to do it. How do you do this? How do you do this? And you can imagine how frustrating that must have been for him. Um, but he was extremely gracious. He was extremely patient. And he, you know, he basically walked me through the a very, very high level overview of how the process works and how you could do it. And his, his recommendation was, you know, when you get back to the UK contact me um I'll, I'll you know you can get access to our, our training program and it shows you step by step how to do this and we did exactly that kept in touch um took his uh, his his details and such and just as we we left um because I, I made a habit of this i think this probably came from background of teaching but i made a habit of this is i just said to him what is the first thing that you recommend i do what do you recommend i do right now between now and you know um when we next meet to get started. And he recommended the book Dotcom Secrets. That was the book he recommended. And so I, I you know, I, I talk about this a lot with, with uh, our audience on uh, Instagram. We I email uh, our list about it a lot as well. Um, but I can't emphasize it. You know, people say, you know, just tell me how you did it or tell me where you got started. Um, and it's almost a little bit disappointing when I say, well, I, 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 first thing I did is I met somebody and they taught me through it. And then they recommended this book. And people are almost disappointed because it's like, oh, was, it, was, it, was that it? expecting like this kind of grand story but it was just it was that simple 
I met somebody who recommended a particular book, um, .com Secrets. I'll put a link in the show notes, actually, um, so you can go and check this out. And he um, he just said, yeah, read that. So I did. I got a copy of that as quickly as I could. I, I read it you know, two, three times through uh, before I spoke to him again. And it gave me a really, really good grounding and really solid understanding of how online business worked or certainly the the, um, the 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 process that he was teaching and that he used in his own company as well. And I came back to the UK, finished the, the trip, came back to the UK and uh, got in touch with, with, with Paul, my mentor, and I joined his program. You know, I, I invested in myself. It was the first time I'd done that. Again, coming from a teacher background, I thought, education is is free you know you go to school education's free it's it's this incredible right that we all have which again is is a very kind of sh- um sheltered view uh of of the world uh, and it shows again how fortunate we are to to have you know the education system that we can where we can get educated there but equally it showed the importance of investing in yourself and, and getting educated and getting supported by somebody who's been there and done that before and i joined the program um, and it was an online training and it also included a workshop in person, which was a, a two-day workshop. Uh, this is back in 2015, I think it was, 2015, 2016, and 2016 it was. And um, it allowed me to go to London for two days and, uh, and join this workshop. So before that, that was about two months out or so. And so before that, I'd managed to get myself a job uh, again as a teacher, of course, uh, and I was doing some some cover teaching, some supply teaching at a school where um, I knew a couple of the teachers there, I knew a couple of people. And I would go in, you know, go into school in the daytime and teach, come home uh, and get back at about five o'clock in the evening. And then I would sit there from five until 10 o'clock at night um, working on the training and starting to set up my online business. And doing that consistently for about two months, it got increasingly increasingly um more challenging if i'm honest and it got more frustrating and it got more um in a way it got a little bit more draining as well and that's not because the material wasn't right it wasn't because the training wasn't right or because it didn't make sense or because i i, I couldn't do it because i had started doing it but what was most difficult was that whilst i was then going to school teaching and then coming back and working everybody around me thought i was crazy Every single person around me thought I was absolutely insane. You know, the people that I was at school with, who I was uh, were teaching, they couldn't understand why at the end of the day I didn't want to go out and then, you know, go out in the evening and do something. Or my family, again, couldn't understand how I'd, I'd you know, on the surface I'd had this great trip abroad, I'd come back, I'd got a, a secure job uh, or a relatively secure job. Why on earth would I need to then do something else in, in the evening? And, and why was I giving up my evenings to stare at a computer? Um, and so that, that was the hardest thing, was being around, or the environment of being around people where they think you're crazy, right? <laughs> As we all know, and it's not a pleasant feeling. And, and my confidence definitely um, dropped at that stage. And it was the build-up to the, the, the workshop in, in London, which I was particularly excited about. And uh, I was offered a, uh, a ticket for a guest. So I was allowed to bring one guest to the event, um, somebody that could come along with me. And I thought, well, at the time, there was there was no there was nobody else to come, so I thought, okay, well, uh, I'll take my mum, which I did. So again, somebody who's been in the education uh, uh, in education for forty plus years, um, you know, very very much kind of um, 
uh, well, come through the whole education system in the UK uh, and then taught it for, for 40 odd years. So uh, this idea of a new education and, and new online learning and all these different skills is totally, totally brand new. Um, so I, when I got to the workshop, having gone through the course online, I had actually gone through and implemented and I had made a couple of sales. I was selling other people's products, um, made a few sales for you know a few dollars, nothing kind of earth shattering, but you know, I could see that the process worked and that's what was most exciting. And coming into the workshop, suddenly you're surrounded by, or I was surrounded by 40, 50, 60 other people who all really wanted to learn. And they all were like, wow, this is incredible. And just by putting myself in that environment of other people that were ready to learn and wanted to do this and wanted to make it a success and saw the value in doing that as well was absolutely incredible. It really, really was. And that was what's so, so exciting. And at the end of the two-day workshop, uh, I went for a meal with uh, Paul uh, and his um, uh, the team that he, he had at the time. And uh, we were chatting about various things and he, he was keen to get my opinion on, on the, the workshop. Obviously, I said, I said it was fantastic. He said, uh, he said, are you going to do the, the mentoring? Um, because he'd offered, he'd offered mentoring uh, at the workshop, the opportunity to work with him and the team more closely. I just said, oh, I, I mean, I don't, even know, <laughs> I don't even know how to get started with that um, in terms of affordability and, and finance and such. And he just said, well, you know, this is, this is it. This is the moment where you, you get to make that decision about if you're going to do this and if it's going to be just something that you're interested in and, you know, go back to um, part-time teaching and part-time trying to build this online and making a few sales here and there, or if you're really going to be able to take this to the next level and, you know, make a serious business from this and actually be able to generate some serious income from this as well. And at that moment, I just said, yeah, I have to do it. I have to do it. And I, I said at that, at that time when we were sat there, I just said, I'm, I'm in, I'm committed because I, I can live anywhere. I'm in, you know, I'm location, um, independent, I've got no ties at the time. I had no partner. Uh, and I just said, right, let's do it. I'm, I'm in. And at that moment, I just totally committed to learning as much as I possibly could and being taught a process that was going to give me the outcome that I wanted, which was to build a business where I could work from anywhere in the world. And we talk about this now, uh, you know, I say post-COVID, we're definitely not post-COVID. Um, but now, you know, since the start or the middle of 2020, where everybody is, has been able to work online or very, very, um, certainly a huge increase of people being able to work online. And as we start to go back into work or in the office and such, there are more and more people that can work online and work remotely than ever before. So it doesn't seem that strange anymore. But even just, you know, five years ago, the idea of not having to go to a place of work and being able to work from anywhere online was very, very exciting. And, and so... Uh, I did. I dived in. I got. I got educated by Paul and the team. I worked with them very closely. They gave me, a, you know, kind of full step-by-step -step training and support. I was surrounded more often than I had ever been before by people that were doing this and doing this really, really effectively and efficiently and getting results. And, you know, started to, started to generate a few more more sales and things, and then created my, our first product, um, which was uh, what well, version one of Instagalactic. And this again is you know, five years or so ago. Of course, it's been updated many times since then, but this was the first version. And what was, what was probably the turning point in this whole process was when we launched the product, the Instagalactic product, 
for the first time to Paul's audience. And um, within the space of two hours, I was able to generate what was approximately about $35,000 in sales in a two hour period, in two hour window. And um, that was mind blowing. And the reason I say that is because that was, the, that was more or less the amount that I was earning in a whole year as a teacher. And so that was the, the reason that that was the turning point is not only because the, obviously the, 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 um, the numbers were huge, but because suddenly everybody around me or everybody that had originally been around me was like, oh, I get it now. Like I, I can see why you put so much time and energy and effort into this. And it hadn't just gone from, you know, this, this, this new fad or this new thing that might happen or it might work. And I remember, I remember very vividly, you know, sitting around with, with some of the, the friends who were teachers and sharing my goals, you know, they're ambitious. And that, to be honest, they were a little bit ludicrous, but I remember them laughing. You know, I, I, and, and that's, that's quite an incredible thing when you, you've got goals that you want to achieve and personal goals or business goals or whatever that might be, and you share them with people and they laugh. And I, I, I will never forget that. And that certainly continues to drive me on today, knowing that, um, that it is achievable. And, and that, I think, is why it's so very important that, you know, we, we speak to, we work with coaches and experts and consultants and, 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 and teachers, you know, many, many people who are teachers in their field and their profession, and the importance of encouraging people with their goals is absolutely vital. It really, really is because encouraging people, everybody responds differently, of course, but being able to encourage people and support people to achieve what they want to achieve in the bigger picture is absolutely vital. It really, really is. Um, and so, yeah, and, and so that was that moment with, where we generated 35, equivalent to $35,000 in, in two hours was the moment where friends who were teachers both my parents, again, background as teachers, were just like, all right, <laughs> keep doing this. I don't know what you're doing. I don't really understand it. Of course, they had no idea really what Instagram was or how it worked, but they just said, just keep doing this. Um, absolutely keep doing it. And that's where it really took off. And then from there, you know, within, uh, I think somebody, somebody asked me, within four months um, of, of starting the business or starting with Instagram, specifically focusing on Instagram, um, I'd matched my, my monthly salary as a teacher. So um, that translated into um, the same income that I was generating from the online business, and then it continued to grow and grow from there. Um, but what was most exciting, of course, it is you know the finances is one thing because it keeps you, it, it means that you can keep doing it, of course. But what was then so exciting, and continued to be so exciting, particularly through 2018 and 2019. Unfortunately, we had plans for this in 2020 and 2021. Was the opportunity to still be able to go and travel and speak and teach. And in 2019, we had two events in um, South Africa. One of them was, was an event with 55,000 people attending. And being able to speak at that event was next level, you know, next, absolutely next level. Um, we had a, uh, a, a second event, um, again, nowhere near that size, but a second event in, in South Africa the same year. We had an event in Japan uh, in 2019, just happened to be at the same time as the Rugby World Cup. And... You know, again, through 2020, even though it didn't materialise, we had plans for Australia and Dubai and, um, and, and North America as well. And that's, again, it, so it ties back to that moment, or in my mind, it ties back to that moment of finding the things that I personally really enjoyed doing, teaching, travelling, speaking, and finding ways that, that I could then pursue those. Because success at the end of the day looks different for everybody. And, and for you 
listen, if you stay, stayed with us this long through this episode, I do genuinely appreciate it. But, you know, the intention of it being is that as you are looking at your hero story and sharing your hero story and talking about the background as to where you are now and where you are today, um, that clearly defining the goals that you want and, and the more clearly you can define what success is for you, the better. You know, ha- you know, having millions and millions and millions of dollars is nice, but it's not my major goal. Having the freedom and flexibility and choice and a- a- ability to-, to travel and teach and speak, as I saw Paul doing five years ago, when I was at that time in my life when that was really important, and it continues to be, that was what success looked like for me. And it continues to look like that for me today. There are more other things that we're doing and we've got more projects with with uh, different companies now and, and um, we're looking at more ways that we can give back um, but ultimately that the opportunity to educate and, and travel and speak and teach was was the major driving force for me personally now again looking at your hero story and as you st- you may already have a version of your own or you may be looking to create yours or, or further yours the first thing I say is it absolutely comes with time there's no way that you will uh, immediately just click into gear and suddenly you've got this perfect hero story that matches your audience. The one thing I would say is that your, um, as I mentioned this at the start, is that your hero story and your hero journey will resonate directly with the people that want to work with you and the people that want to get that outcome. This is why it's such an important element in your process when finding the right people to work with. Because if you've got a hero story about your background and, and such, and and yet you're targeting a totally different audience and totally different avatar, it's not necessarily always going to resonate. I work with a lot of people who perhaps were previously in education or they've been in jobs or in businesses where they've not been satisfied with what they were doing. They took a leap of faith. Okay, They took that what felt like a a huge uh, move. And then from there, they realized that actually a lot of things aligned. You know, for me, leaving um, a, a senior um, position, senior leadership position um, in in a school and leaving my apartment and everything and moving to the other side of the world was, was, was a big decision at the time. And, you know, it's those little moments that then lead on to other things, such as the time when I met my mentor, Paul. And we speak to people increasingly now and people that are working with us more closely and they will have those moments um, or have had those moments, some more recent than others, where they've made that leap of faith or they've taken that action that totally changes the direction of their lives. That moment that you've got, and you absolutely do have that, that's the thing that people buy into, that they get excited about because they see themselves in that. And if you can get that across, and if you can share that in a way that's exciting for them, engaging for them, and it relates directly to them, because the hero story isn't actually about us. It really is telling the journey and telling the story that your next clients, your ideal avatar, can follow in and the more closely it can be aligned with that the more ultimate ultimately the more opportunities you've got to bring in more leads more clients and more customers for your business so yes it absolutely is telling your story and telling this transition and the, the growth but it's how you retell that and share that and get people excited in that so that they see themselves in that and they can see the outcome that they want to achieve and the reason they're working with you or, or even slightly interested in working with you is because of the journey that you've come through as well. So I do hope that's been useful. I do hope that's been valuable. Um, I try not to st- spend too much time talking about me um, <laughs> on the podcast or in fact, g- generally anywhere, because uh, I want to make sure that it is, it is valuable. But I would love to, to know 
you know, even even um, no matter how far you are through your own journey and your own business, whether you're just getting started, uh, whether this is brand new or whether you've been doing it for a long time, about your hero story, a little bit about your background and your journey, because that's the thing that people relate to. They relate to the story side. You know, we, we love telling stories. Um, you know, this is this is how information has been passed down for generations is through story storytelling. And I think the more efficiently and more effectively and more powerfully we can do that, the more people are going to buy into wanting to work with us, especially if we are a personal brand. So if this episode has been useful, if it's been enjoyable, uh, then firstly, I'm grateful that you've been with us. But I would also genuinely love to hear more about your background and your story, whether that's in a podcast form, whether that's in a blog post that you've got, maybe you've got on your website, whatever that might be, do share it. I'd love to learn a little bit more about you. Thanks so much for your time. Very much appreciated. I do hope this has been valuable and I look forward to seeing you in the very next episode. All the best. Take care. Bye-bye. Hi friends, Jake here again. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. You can find links to anything that we've discussed, books, trainings, other podcasts, uh, anything currently that we're enjoying, you will find those in the show notes or you'll find it somewhere in and around all the information that you usually find in a podcast. And a reminder that if you'd like to know more about what I do, if you want more of tools, resources, any recommendations, readings, uh, free training, products and such, then you can find all of that on the website jakeadamdavy.com. Equally, if you want to come over and say hello, Instagram is always the best place and the account is at jakeadamdavy. If you're enjoying this podcast, don't hesitate to leave us a review. Of course, the more stars, the better. And equally, sharing is caring. So if you've heard something or listened to something that you've enjoyed yourself and you think will be beneficial or useful to other people, please do pass that on. It will be very much appreciated. And as you know, when you get a recommendation from somebody that you trust, there really is nothing better. Thank you so much. And until next time, stay on mission, do something extraordinary for others, keep inspiring and keep growing your circle of influence. Goodbye.